0: We get to make our own story today, and it's gonna get dark. Adam starts alone, finds love, and dies happy because Eve dies. Can we get it in love with ourselves? I guess it's the same difference either way, and dies happy, which makes Eve very sad. That was somehow love, ending with someone dying. Heartbreak would probably pretty much be the same thing, but we get to set the scenes now. Eve dies heartbroken, so you have to fall in love before dying naturally for that to happen, and we can have some more death over here. So the two idiots fall in love, but for her to die heartbroken, she has to be the survivor, and then she dies and his ghost is there to haunt her but if you'll direct your attention over to adam he looks completely indifferent to the fact that she's dead he's completely at peace and let's see how she feels about that in the afterlife seeing the ghost of a lover so you have to fall in love to be a lover then someone's gotta die and uh, more death so there they are falling in love uh this time eve's gonna die uh he is gonna be sad about that And then the ghost is gonna be, um... Maybe this has to be a love scene now that I think about it. Because she'll come up as a ghost, and he won't be a ghost. He's not happy to see her here either. Suspicious. But it it is still a love scene, so make of that what you will. Then I think we get to unlock a new page. Then we gotta go through recovery. A heartbreak is healed. Alright, well that starts with the death, because Bernard lost Isobel, And he really doesn't care about that. Okay, Edgar? He cares about anyone himself? Does Edgar care about that guy? Look how evil she looks. She'd look happy. So maybe we have to start with a wedding. Mr. Tallhair is going to marry her, so they fall in love. Uh, but then there's got to be heartbreak because she's going to die. He's going to be very upset about that. And then Edgar Allan Poe is going to marry Bernard. Oh, you get special points for doing it without any deaths. So you probably just add a separate marriage in the middle then. Okay, she's got a broken heart because of this. Because she wants to marry her, but she's already married. So we just have to have her marry whoever's left. Which is probably going to be Edgar Allan Poe. There we go. A heartbreak is healed. Very clever. How did he get blue hair? How did she get purple hair? I feel like this is set back in time. This would be great. Because I'm really good at making miracles. A heartbreak is healed. Okay, so these two are going to get married married. That's setting them up for the heartbreak. Uh, one of them's gonna die. Eeny, meeny, mani mo. There you go. Now we're gonna go ahead and revive the one who died. And do they get married again, I guess? A heartbreak is healed because we- brought them back to life and remarried them. There's no challenge here. The real challenge is the friends we made along the way. Unlucky. Yeah because everyone dying completely so far hasn't been unlucky. Everyone rejects Edgar. All right. Okay that's not a rejection. So we need someone else to get married first. So you guys get married and then if Edgar tries to marry one of them he obviously won't be able to. So we just need more weddings. So Edgar is also going to get refused by him. Now the only one left is her. But everyone else is conceivably married so we actually have to kill someone at this point which is completely be fine by me. We're gonna marry this guy. Did I just say marry? We're gonna murder him. Because this should constitute a murder pretty well. Then she will be free to marry whoever's left, which is her. And then Edgar can get rejected by her also, which is good for Edgar. Rejected by every single person in the world. And I feel like we've accomplished something good here today. Grief. This is pretty much what I'm here for. It's pretty much why I play every game. Surviving spouse finds comfort, so presumably we're gonna have to get people married. I was hoping we could uh, assume they were married prior. Uh, you know No, Edgar doesn't get any happiness in this story. So he doesn't even get heartbreak because he doesn't get to get married. Our challenge is really just to ruin Edgar's life. So she's sad because she lost the purple lady but then she marries this guy she found comfort in that didn't she but then what's supposed to happen she already found comfort does she want to marry more people would that make her comfortable (laughs) stupid anger (laughs) does someone else have to get married and she gets happy about that actually maybe the ghost comes back and it's something there no i got it we got to kill the blonde lady too oh but then she's not surviving I'm really bad at this so far. Well, let's try that anyway. Uh, Edgar doesn't care. Uh, she's indifferent to her dying. Maybe the surviving spouse finds comfort if... Well, hold on. Can we just put the ghost back then? Nope, she's only too scared of the ghost. Surviving spouses... Oh, I didn't realize that was plural. So that means we're gonna have to, uh, murder some more people. Edgar's going to be the one to die. And then perhaps the survivors find their comfort. And we did it without that extra frame. All we had to do was murder two people, then make the remaining ones fall in love. Well, they at least got married. That doesn't mean they're in love, per se. Chapter 3, Apparitions. Revelation. Edgar shocks himself. Good. Edgar looks in the mirror. And then he has amnesia about his death. Edgar dies. He turns into a ghost. He has amnesia in the center. I'm not really sure what we're going for here. Oh, maybe if he gets amnesia in the center, he'll look himself in the mirror then he forgot he died then he realizes he's dead so he's shocked very clever how you put together the little puzzle pieces rejected by own spouse okay well that's easy so you guys are gonna get married because edgar doesn't deserve nice things uh the blonde one is not gonna make it but then we're gonna go ahead and revive the blonde one but she cannot get married anymore because these two are already married uh she's gonna try but no such luck with one extra space to spare. Hmm, maybe this one should have been Edgar ultimately. That way he doesn't get- Well, you know what? Here's what we can do. <laughs> there you go, Edgar. They lived happily ever after without him. This is just turning into bullying simulator for Edgar. Heartbroken spouses are reunited. Okay, so you're married. Therefore, you're now spouses. For heartbreak to happen, one of you has to die. Uh, and then actually the other one has to die for them both to be heartbroken. She doesn't care because <laughs> it's Edgar. Okay, so I think we've got to actually revive her. And then I think I maybe just need to do that the other way around. Ah, there we go. So now they're both heartbroken. But then if we revive stupid, we can put them back together and there we go. We fix their broken hearts because we're playing God. We're literally killing and reviving them. Just on the whim for entertainment. Calamity. That's a big word for a stupid Edgar. Heartbreak for everyone. This one I can get behind. So you guys get married. Obviously there's got to be a death. Edgar dies first. She's upset about that. But then she marries her. At which point uh, the purple one dies because the blonde has bad luck. Then I think we got to revive her. Uh, but then she's gonna, uh, go the other way. So the blonde is gonna die and she's upset. Isn't that heartbreak for everyone? Oh, Edgar didn't get heartbroken. I guess heartbreak doesn't have to involve death though. It can just be a rejection. Okay, just got it. So they get married. Then she dies. So he remarries her. But then he dies. But then the blonde comes back to life after all that and finds her long lost husband now dead as well. So she came back to life as he died. That's what Edgar does. He just disappoints you in this life or the next. These ones are fun too. Poison, tragedy, wrath, envy. Lenora drinks poison. Okay well um poison uh Lenora. Oh what do you have to trick her into it? Okay get married first then and then you can drink the poison to celebrate. No maybe you get sad. Yeah that could be it. So if that happens, then you're going to be so sad that you're willing to drink the poison. Oh, that's dark. But it's a solution, so it doesn't matter. Tragedy. Double poison. Okay, I feel like it's just going to be the same thing again. So they'll get married. One of them dies. The other one drinks the poison. The other one comes back to life. Sees the other one's dad drinks the poison. So that. Edgar dies first. He always dies. So she drinks that. Uh, but then Edgar comes back to life and then finds her gone so now he has to drink a poison someone drinks poison twice well yeah that's not that hard to do i think you can just uh he comes back to life but if you just flip those two then and then she's uh oh wait i swear i had the answer a second ago then it slipped away oh yeah she's got to be the one to drink poison so she comes back yeah i just screwed up the order but there we go they get married he dies she's sad so she drinks poison she comes back to life still finds him dead so she drinks it again cruel fate. Isabel remarries. Ooh, we have a fight option now. So obviously we need to marry Isabel uh, with Edgar. That should be easy enough because he's going to get his heart broken. They'll maybe fight. Uh, And then he drinks. Nope. So, ooh, she's going to poison him. Maybe this has to go the other way around. Oh, okay. We can have a... Ah, I see. She does kill him there. They get married. They fight. She poisons his drink. He's now dead. So Isabel can marry... Lenora, with an extra space to spare. She's the evil one though. If I put her there, nothing happens. If I put the goats there, nothing. But she has evil intentions. Now I just want to poison everyone. Isabel commits a crime. Yeah, Isabel just did commit a crime. Okay, so they get married. Uh, she's mean, so she's gonna poison Edgar, who's just perpetually going to die. Or maybe it's gonna be something to do with these two. Maybe... Oh, maybe it's someone else who has to get married. Uh, maybe he's got to drink the wine before the poison comes out. That way she gets the idea to poison someone. I think I get it. Because we've got six blocks and only a few options, Isabel's going to murder one of them because perhaps she wants to get married. Or maybe Isabel's got to be one of the married party in order to murder someone. Does that make sense? Maybe you've got to make Isabel mad first. So they get married. She wants to marry her, but that doesn't work. So then we give her the, uh, incentive to poison. So he wants to poison. Yeah, okay. Now we're getting someone Then He drinks poison but everyone meets their demise oh you can kill everyone here can you just straight up give everyone poison wine that doesn't seem to work how do you make everyone die here we got to get everyone the poison somehow okay i think i've got it so far uh so they fall in love she wants to marry her she can't because of uh, edgar so she poisons edgar but instead she drinks the poison so she gets sad about that and she drinks the poison and then maybe edgar also just can't take it anymore so he drinks the poison Everyone's following a trail of heartbreak. So we have two willing poison drinkers and one accidental one. Beauty involving curse, deceit, competitor, and inclusive. Curse is lifted. In the forest, these two exist. Uh, then they kiss each other? Okay, maybe we have to... Yeah, okay, we maybe have to do the curse first. So the witch turns the princess into a frog. At which point, uh, for some reason this guy kisses said frog. Nope, he's not into that. The witch might be though. Oh, maybe these two kiss. Oh. Oh. He's not into it. Maybe the kiss has to be at the end. They have to fall in love before she turns into a frog. Otherwise, uh, this doesn't really seem to go anywhere. So now they're in love. Nothing they can do about it. So along comes the witch and he curses her, and then they kiss, and he'll kiss the frog. If they're married or whatever first. Nope, that doesn't work either. Oh, you've got to have them communicate in the middle. So he gets turned into a frog. He tells her, hey, I'm a prince. I promise. Just kiss me and it'll all work out. In a very routine situation that happens all the time in real life. The prince saves Tiny. All right, well, I assume the witch has done something to Tiny, like turn him into a frog. At which point, it's pretty much the same thing. Tiny says, hey, it's me. So then the prince, I don't know, doesn't get turned into a frog probably. Oh, maybe he has to kiss Tiny. Tiny. Don't be shy. he will get fixed. Okay, instead he falls in love with the princess. And you know what? They're just gonna uh, kiss and live happily ever after. <laughs> Nobody cares about Tiny. You can just stay a frog forever. Maybe it's all about establishing that first. The prince uh, loves Tiny. He gets turned into a frog. Uh, at which point he comes here to try and fix it. Maybe the princess can fix that. No, he does that. And then maybe at the end uh, one of them kisses Tiny that doesn't seem to work. I might have an idea. We take this one away, put that one here, put that one here, put that one here. Something like this. The frogs can tell each other that they're each one of them. Maybe we need him to think it's the princess who got turned into the thing, because then he'll kiss the frog, and instead of the princess, it's actually tiny. I feel like Eddies don't have enough pages for that, because they've got to communicate for her to be like, hi, it's me, I'm a princess. Or maybe we do have enough, because if we put that here, we can put Snowy here, there we go. Yup. He kisses the frog. He thinks is the princess, but it's really tiny. And that's a nice upgrade from the princess and they lived happily ever after. Look at that little beard. Which becomes the mirror's favorite? I have no idea what these do, so we're just going to have to start. Uh, the mirror apparently likes her the best. So the witch... The mirror doesn't like the witch... The mirror likes her, so they get into an argument. She does something with a cauldron, so then they meet up in the forest and she changes her into a frog, and then the mirror likes her suddenly. Okay, there's something here about after she uses the cauldron, after turning her into the frog, uh, she drinks the cauldron, and therefore she's better. I'm not entirely sure what I did there. It was something about uh, taking frog juice and putting it in her mouth. The mirror praises everyone. Why do we have a cliff? Uh, Peachy? Would you like to jump off the cliff? I'm not sure what we're supposed to do here. So the mirror automatically praises Peachy. But the mirror probably doesn't praise Haiti or Froggy. And I don't know what the cliff has to do with anything. But maybe we need to send... uh, Maybe we need to make the uh, mirror angry first. Oh, one thing I didn't realize before is that the cliff is probably built for two people, not one. So Haiti will come up behind and um, push him off, presumably. Oh, we got to swap those around. So we got to put him there. He's got to be mad at this guy first before the cliff... Uh, scene. There we go. Now he's pushed off. So the mirror should hopefully like, uh, not him because he's scared of him, but him. But then we got to do it one more time to make someone disgruntled. But then that's all hard to do because we run out of spaces. So this guy needs to be last. You need to make the other two swap first. Wait, that still doesn't work because someone needs to be jealous of Peachy. It's- so we can kind of get there because the frog might be mad at Haiti at this point. Well he's not really mad he's just sad about it. So haiti has got to be the one to push people off still. Okay I realized after shuffling them around. Uh, he can just be mad at the mirror on the first stage. So that means he can push him off by the second stage. Which means this one doesn't need to be here. So the mirror will praise him now. But not so much the frog. But he won't push the frog over the edge. The ghost might scare the frog over the edge though. Nope. Oh, I had the answer earlier. If the ghost pops up, it makes Haiti go over the edge. So at this point, the mirror praises Haiti, but then Haiti's standing at the edge of a cliff where the ghost comes up and scares him off to kill him. Therefore, the frog is the only one left. Yeah, one space to spare. That took way longer than we're going to talk about. Murder, weapon, fingerprints. I like where this is going. Butler's rampage. So the butler picks up a gun, takes it into the ballroom where the duke is. And he's going to shoot the duke. And he's probably just going to shoot the duchess as well because it's that easy. Rampage. Duke feels relief. That looks like relief. So maybe the butler will go there and then it's another gun scene. So which one's supposed to go first? It's missing, but then he puts it back. So do we just have these out of order by one? So he puts it back, and then the duke comes back, and there it is. Okay, simple enough. Detective arrests murderer. Well, I'm assuming the butler takes the gun at first, and then he uh, shoots the duke in the ballroom. Probably puts the gun back, at which point the detective finds it. Finds the uh, fingerprints, and then finds the butler in here, and arrests him. That one's very easy. Detective arrests innocent. I think we gotta frame someone on this one. So butler's gonna go and uh, kill the duke. Then there's gotta be something to do with the duchess. I don't know if the butler does something to her here. That's not innocenting. That's murdering. Okay so the butler puts it back at which point the duchess comes by. Doesn't want to touch it though. Maybe this is better. He's touching the gun in this one. So we got to start with the duke. So he's touching it but the butler's going to take it and the butler's going to use it to murder the duchess. Then he's going to put the gun back at which point the detective's going to look at the gun and arrest the duchess in the ballroom. Nope. Arrest the duke in the No, I've got this all back. There we go. Okay, he found the fingerprints. So it's fingerprinted to the butler. So maybe we need to get someone to touch the gun, but it's not actually a uh, murder of that kind. We may be able to just straight up mislead things. So he's going to touch the gun. The butler's going to take it and shoot her. Uh, At which point the gun is missing. So he's suspicious of him, but there's not enough evidence yet. Maybe if he sees the Duke in that room, he'll be worried. They can't find the gun and still nothing. He's only suspicious. I can have him arrest the butler again. I can have him notify. I can put a ghost there. I think I might have it. So the butler picks up the gun, shoots the Duchess, puts the gun back, at which point the Duke comes along and touches that sweet, sweet gun and puts his fingerprints on it. Now the detective sees his fingerprints and arrests the Duke in the perfect crime. Crimes were stupid and easy back in the day. That's what I'm getting from this. Now we move on to what's fittingly called four deaths. So I assume these two don't like each other, so he's gonna knock him off the edge but we're going to revive him. Then he's going to get revenge by pushing the gingery man off the edge. Then we're going to revive him and we're going to be one short after all this. But they're just in an endless uh fate of killing each other. I bet the ghost can scare someone though. Yeah the ghost can scare people off the edge. So let's just move this whole plate that way. So then they're both dead and we basically just have to repeat this. So we revive the both of them and then we have them both murder each other one more time. This time, he's going off the edge first, and then the ghost will come back and scare him off the edge. There's all four of them. The queen marries. Well, I have a feeling she won't marry him. She won't marry him. The knight and the baron don't really seem into that, but maybe the queen takes someone hostage and then marries the other one? Well, it ends with the queen marrying someone. I'm just not sure why or how. Oh, after just randomly playing with things for a minute, he's kidnapped the queen. He rescues the queen, so the queen wants to marry him. That's all you gotta do to uh, get someone to marry you, is let them out of their cage. Should have known all along. That's been my specialty for a while. Everyone sits on the throne. Okay, well we're gonna start with the queen, who's naturally gonna be easy to put there. uh, At which point the gingery lad is gonna knock her off the edge. So he's gonna sit on the throne. But then this guy's gonna uh, knock him off the edge, or the queen maybe is gonna scare him off. Okay, queen it is. The ghost scares him off the edge. So we just put the throne back and now he gets a seat on the throne. And nobody's a winner because I'm in control of this universe. The queen marries again. I think this one is somewhat familiar. So there's going to be a disguise for him. He's going to put it on because then he's wearing the costume. So he's going to look like the one who's kidnapped the queen. Then he's going to take the disguise off. That way he can rescue the queen. And then they can get married and live happily ever after. The queen marries a fearsome dragon. So we just have to do everything in reverse order now. Once upon a time ago, the evil ginger kidnapped the queen. But then he liked dressing up as a dragon on the weekends. So he can come by and rescue the queen. And then they can get married. That only took four spaces. I wish I did that the first time. It would have been quicker. Red-handed. Detective arrests murderer. Well, this should be easy. Butler picks up the gun. It's always the butler. Uh, and in this room, he murders the duke. But there's an eyewitness who is the detective who's watching through the thing. So in the ballroom, the butler gets arrested by the detective. Maybe these two need to be the other way around? Yeah, he's looking through before the murder happens because there's his little eyeballs poking through the eye holes. Thief, butler gets fired. Alright, well let's just set the eyewitness up straight ahead for the butler taking the gun into the ballroom. Then the butler is going here so he sees that. The butler puts the gun back so no one gets murdered. Then he gets fired because he was not supposed to be playing with guns in the hallway. Bad butler. We've talked about this. Spouse gets revenge. All right. So I feel like that's going to be a very similar setup. The butler picks up the gun. And then the duke is in here. That way when Duchess gets murdered, the butler puts the gun back. But then the duke picks up the gun and he's out to get the uh, butler who's going to die right there. Duchess gets butler arrested. So it's always his damn butler. He's picking up the gun. She's a witness for him probably murdering the duke then. I wonder if we can actually do this one quicker where she's just going to tell the detective nothing. Okay well we can't. Alright butler puts the gun back so now the duchess tells the detective what happened and that's still not satisfying enough. Oh she was doing it right that whole time. I just needed the next step for, for the actual butler and the detective to come together. But duchess gets butler arrested but the duke isn't home. How would you do this without the duke being there because if you take the murder out of the equation she sees him pick up the gun but nobody cares enough maybe the duke is home he's just hiding behind the wall and then he's gonna murder her and she's gonna tell him what happened so that they can get nope well he's telling the ghost is telling him that guy murdered me doesn't this actually work i guess it's not the duchess getting him arrested though Maybe she can be two places at once. Nope, she cannot. Oh, you know what? She can just come back as a ghost for this whole thing. So it basically works just like that, I think. Maybe not. You'd think that would work, though. He picks up a gun, shoots her, puts a gun back, but she tells the detective. Oh, the detective maybe needs to look at the gun at this point. There it is. Pretty sure this does work. It's just apparently not up to their fancy rules. Okay, my next idea. The butler takes the gun, murders her, she tells him... So he's going to go in behind him to, uh, he's going to go in behind to look when the butler's there for holding the gun. He's onto him. We don't need this first panel anymore. So let's move them all forward by one. Then hopefully he can come in and arrest. I still got him and the duke is at home. So that's good enough for me. That counts.